Hi, this is Juan from ESL RPG. Please listen to the end for information about how you can support and grow this podcast. Welcome to ESL RPG. On this episode, we analyze the game. Yes, I guess in the last like 15 minutes or so, real quick, comparing to the Harry Potter game to D&D, how do you guys like it? It was interesting. What was the Harry Potter game? The game where people go crazy because magic or technology. Mm, okay. Is that the basement one? With the secret mystery? No, that one was Cthulhu. Oh, okay. The Harry Potter game was the one I made. Mm. I didn't play that one. Mm. Wait, who played the Harry Potter game? Maybe we didn't. No, play I think it. we talked about it, but mm. we didn't really play it. Mm. You just showed us. Yeah. No, I, I I think we did play it. We did get through one. What? I don't remember. Mm. No. It was the game with the murder in the fish taco restaurant? Yeah, that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was the Harry Potter one. Mm. Yeah. Where someone was the owner of a magical bookshop. Mm. Mm. Like, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I think okay. we might have to drink a little less. Yeah. Magic mushroom on the show. Magic yeah, you started, she started seeing like a bunch of crazy stuff. Yes, 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 yes. Hallucination. Yes. Hallucinations, yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, because you went crazy. Yes. We hired some detectives. We hired a magic detective and a non magic detective. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that game. Yeah. Anyways, since they're both one page games, how do you feel they compare? Um, for me, it was kind of difficult to play my character because it's not human and it's uh my character was retired bear yeah old retired bear (laughs) (laughs) you definitely came across with a very heavy i don't care about anything anymore (laughs) yeah in a lot of respects yes (laughs) okay on your views Remember how I played the other one too much, but I did. I did enjoy the other one. I think more than this one. Okay. Mm, dealing with the trying to come up with magical things you can do was interesting. This one's a little bit more limited in your abilities. I like to have more abilities. Okay, Jeffrey. Uh, yeah, it's it's fun, but I was a little confused maybe at first because. Mm. You know, like, we're bears. So I figured, like, you know, we're bears, so, like, you know, like, cars and guns, they, they, they probably don't know about those things, or they're not as tech-savvy about those things, even though my, my bear is a hacker. So I, I, don't, I guess I got a little confused about that. Maybe it's not as role-play heavy as D&D. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly, yeah. So I tried to kind of come up with an internal reason for why... You know, so... But, I mean, yeah. If everyone has done it before, then it could be fun because people are more familiar with it. But, like, any new game, if it's the first time you play it, kind of try and learn the rules. So, yeah. Okay. It was interesting, yeah. Yeah. I will say this because that's something we've not tried yet. 
both the completely random character creation mm-hmm. and the completely random scenario creation. How do you feel that turned out? Because that's definitely something for teachers who might be using it in a classroom to, to, to consider. Plan scenarios and making characters yourself versus randomized characters, randomized scenarios. I like that because it's really fast just to come up with something right there. Yeah, it's if it's really kind of simple like this, it's okay. But if you do a more uh, elaborate game... Mm. Like, with an actual backstory for your character, then I think people should have the freedom to make their own, char- their own character. Okay. Like, this one doesn't, you know, you don't have any backstory, you're just a bear. You know, it doesn't matter if you're a driver or a hacker. I mean, that's just what you are. So, in that case, random is fine. Okay. I think that we're making the, making the scenario as we go. So, rather than planning everything ahead of time, the world is kind of just building based off of what we do. Hmm. And so, each of us is building this world, and I like that. Um, I forgot what I was saying. But this was interesting because at first, our characters are decided by dice. So we can try to play the character with mm, not easy to play for each uh, each person. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm. So it, I think it's good for mm, practicing or learning to play other kind of characters, which has different backstories. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, um, again, because educational end of it, what recommendations would you say to improve the game for use in the classroom? What possible changes? Mm, maybe teacher can teach the students what the situation is. Like, what are there in the room? Okay. Definitely something to think about. I think we can give options for what's available to do. Good. Good idea. I would add one extra bit. Um, I did kind of draw the maps on the fly, but there's only like six main maps as far as just floor plan goes. Hmm. Lakeside Camp, Fishing Village, Metropolitan. city, convention center, truck convoy, wilderness retreat. It's not that hard to just print out six different maps that you can just swap between. Just at a basic level of, here are trucks, here is a camp, here is just trees. Yeah. And yeah, that probably would help. It might also help just having ready to go like little markers for armed guards, electronically locked doors, da 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 Instead of writing down like your criminal and bear mm. stats, like maybe have like chips to give to people. You know, because it's mm. you know, I get you know, like writing down sense. and erasing that's fine, but kinda of gets tedious. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if I have paper in front of me and a pencil I just draw a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> That's going to be a problem no matter what game we're doing. Yeah, yeah. 
But okay, yeah, yeah. Um, we could definitely do that with the poker chips in the corner, definitely. Yeah, for example, yeah. Okay, so gonna have to try this again with poker chips. <laughs> okay. I would say the biggest challenge definitely for this and a lot of other RPGs, if we're using it in an after-school program, then really we don't have to care about the time so much because you can go for three hours, you can go for four hours, it's after school. But if we're using it in the classroom, there is that limit of, for now, like under 45 minutes an hour. Maybe in the future, you can get up to 90 minutes. So I would say something that might be useful is setting that timer for the planning period after you've got the map and you've got the what the character of the convention organizer is. Because that already sets a lot about how you're going to plan originally. And that timer kind of encourages people to think, Go fast, go fast, go fast. Do this, do this, do this. Mm. Yeah, I think if you put a timer, people people are more incentivized to actually do something. Because, like, you know, if it doesn't matter how long you have, you just sit and wait for other people to do something. Mm. Especially if it's the first time you play, because you're not really sure what to do. So, yeah. I think, yeah, that's actually a good plan. Like, each stage give a time limit and just like use in-game reasons like okay uh, you know you have 10 minutes because in 10 minutes the convoy is leaving and then whether you finish your objective or not you go to the next stage where it's the driving you know like when they're on the road yeah 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 Um, and I think teacher can tell students when they can speak because I didn't know with when is my turn to Okay. Yeah, that might be... I was trying to do that a little bit. I was hinting things like the yellow base (laughs) for the... Yeah. Yellow, wooden, smooth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I keep forgetting that bamboo in the wild is all green. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe one thing you can do about that is... Mm. Uh, usually if there's, like, com- not in this game, but if there's combat, you have rounds, right? Like, mm. you go first, and you go next, and... <clears throat> but, like, for this, you can do, like, every action you do kind of as a round, so that everyone has an equal chance to do anything. Mm. Yeah, definitely. That's definitely an option. Another option may be following up there, especially if you try to trim down how fast the overall heist goes is maybe, like, give people two movement chips Mm -hmm. for each character, each player. Right. And when you decide as your character to do something, you spend that chip, that's one of your turns for the whole heist. Mm -hmm. Mm. That's easier. Yeah. And it's pretty easy to keep track, especially since most cheap plastic poker chips come in red, white, and blue. Red for bear, white for criminal, blue for I do stuff. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Then in that case, let's call it a night. Before we go, a quick update. Our next post might be a little delayed because we are changing over to the new recording program. Please bear with us. Hi. 
This is Juan from ESL RPG. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash ESLRPG. As a patron, you will get benefits such as updates on the future of the podcast, voting on one-shots, and access to full unedited recordings. Also, for anyone who would like to be a game master, or if you just like role-playing, please take a look at our friend Matt's Patreon at Milby's Maps. He creates these huge maps for many types of games, like castles, towns, giant turtles, and so on. If you like what you see, go to his website and support him. Last of all, it would be hugely appreciated if you can support this podcast by recommending it to anyone and everyone. If you know people who want to put themselves into a story-making adventure, are studying English, or want some new ideas for their classroom, tell them about us. Every new listener helps. Thanks for all the help, and adios. Real quick, we'd like to say thank you to our patrons. So, thank you to our patron, King Michael, first of his name, master of Cherry Hafweissens, and ruler of the Land of Awesome. Thank you for listening to ESLRPG. This podcast is recorded at MT English School in Toyama, Japan.